Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I would like to introduce to you Alyssa Nelson. She and I will be talking about handling what are sometimes perceived as negative emotions through use of agency, and we'll particularly be focusing on anger. So Alyssa, I would like you to tell me a little bit about your experience handling extreme emotions. When I was growing up, I noticed that I was angry more often than my siblings and my peers were. I would do things and say things that I would regret when I was angry, often to those closest to me, especially my mom. In my later teen years, I realized that I was more likely to have an outburst when I was experiencing other negative emotions like sadness or stress. So it sounds like you maybe didn't necessarily know how to deal with other emotions. Do you think you went to anger as maybe a resort or a coping mechanism? Sometimes. uh, Either it would be a defensive mechanism when I was confronted about the issue I was concerned about, um, or it was a lack of control because I was already holding so much emotion inside already that little unrelated things became very frustrating. I think we hear a lot of people label things like sadness or frustration as negative emotions, when really it's more of an uncertainty of how to handle them. Do you think anger is also like this? I do. I think um, all emotions are part of the human experience, uh, part of human existence, and part of what makes our mortal existence so special and important to our eternal progression. In the scriptures, it's often very negative towards contention and anger. Because that's Satan's tactic. Exactly. The Lord is very clear on the issue in Third Nephi. He that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil. So we do see negative examples of anger in the scriptures, such as Laman and Lemuel. Uh, they tie up their brother Nephi, for example, and beat him. But we also see good examples of people making use of their anger, such as Captain Moroni. I think he is a prime example in this. Uh, The first time we see that he becomes angry, he creates the title of liberty, and he rallies the people around him. The next time I notice his being angry, he writes a stirring letter to Pehoran, who is the chief judge of the land. And they are able to overthrow the wicked men who are trying to usurp Pehoran's position. And that does bring up a good point about learning how to channel your anger in a positive direction. In the most recent general conference, the women's session, there was a talk called Divine Discontent, which is when you're unhappy with the way that you've behaved or your progress. But instead of giving up or saying, I'm not good enough and I never will be, it inspires us to be better and to progress. My struggle was learning how to control my anger so that it didn't hurt me or other people. And sometimes I was angry about things that made sense, but I was still more angry than I needed to be. So there is a great difference between being appropriately passionate about something and just blowing up. I think that the reason the scriptures are so adamant about avoiding contention is that it's the opposite of happiness. And that's the whole point of our existence. Men are that they might have joy is what the Book of Mormon says about it. When you are in an argument or feeling bad about things you've said or done, you don't have that joy. That's a good point. Um, Lindsay Robbins shares that a cunning part of Satan's strategy is to dissociate anger from agency, making us believe that we are victims of an emotion we can't control. We hear, 
I lost my temper. Losing one's temper is an interesting choice of words that has become a widely used idiom. To lose something implies not meaning to, accidental, involuntary, not responsible, careless perhaps, but not responsible. He made me mad. This is another phrase we hear, also implying lack of control or agency. This is a myth that must be debunked. No one makes us mad. Others don't make us angry. There is no force involved. Becoming angry is a conscious choice, a decision. Therefore, we can make the choice not to become angry. We choose. What are your thoughts on that? And how have you handled those feelings of guilt or regret that you mentioned while still taking responsibility for your actions? I think he's absolutely right that it is a choice. But for everyone, that choice might be harder for others. Everybody has different struggles and weaknesses, and I think anger management is one of mine. So learning to overcome it is not going to be an instantaneous change, but a process that I'm going through right now. Something that I've struggled with is feeling really guilty every time I would blow up rather than using my agency appropriately to rein myself in. That's something I'm working on right now, trying to be more forgiving of myself. Again, in the most recent general conference, President Eyring said to be Christ-like to others and to yourself. And in my mind, that struck a chord because it seemed to say that I needed to forgive myself and love myself more despite the weaknesses and these problems that I perceive that I have. So you're saying we need to make use of repentance and the atonement of Jesus Christ. And while we're continually trying to improve, we can't just beat ourselves up every time we take two steps forward and one step back. Yes. It's also helpful to know that God understands that this is a weakness of mine. In Ether 12, um, verse 27, it reads, And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble, and my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. Through my weakness with anger management, I feel that I have become particularly strong at apologizing as well as forgiving others because I do understand that I say hurtful things that I don't mean, so I'm much more willing to give other people the benefit of the doubt. So would you have any recommendations? Do you have any thoughts on anger management and how to help with that, what you've found helpful for you? So a couple of things that I do, I find ways that help me to get a nice deep breath and to be able to bring my brain back down to a very reasonable area. So finding coping mechanisms that'll work for you. I personally enjoy cool water, like wiping a wet washcloth across your face or the back of your neck. That personally works really well for me. So to literally cool off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then being more genuine about your feelings with other people rather than going to anger because you're ashamed or you're feeling something that you're perceiving as negative instead of fighting those around you about it. Explain what you're feeling. And if you need help, genuinely ask for help or comfort rather than getting angry at the person who's like, what is the matter? So for instance, if you were angry at your mom about something instead of yelling at her or trying to imply things, you would just tell her, hey, this really frustrated me. 
sometimes you also have to take a while to kind of step back from the situation. It'll depend on the person. Like with my husband, I'm able to kind of do that when I'm in the moment. For some reason, with my mom, I'm not the greatest at that yet. So I have to remove myself from the situation, not talk to her for like half an hour until I'm back to normal, reasonable. So that you can respond with presence of mind instead of a knee-jerk reaction. Exactly. So either remove yourself from the situation and find a coping mechanism that helps. Be genuine, um, and then just do everything you can to reduce the damage to those around you and yourself. I think that is some really great advice, and I think that we can all work a little harder to use our personal agency to control how we react to our emotions and how we handle those emotions, how much in control of ourselves we are. And I know as we do this, we can draw closer to Christ. And as we strive to reach that ability, we also need to make use of the atonement. And I think that's just such a great message you've shared with us. Thank you. If you would like to read any of these messages that we've quoted from, I'll have the links below. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.